0: Hello, and welcome to the Aging A for Sissies podcast. My name is Marcy Backus and I am your host. Well, on today's episode, I am coming to you straight from Sedona in Arizona. Such a beautiful place. We came in this evening. I've been on the road. So today we're going to talk a little bit about being on the road and traveling. And we're going to also talk about um, words that we can use that sound more updated and don't make us sound so old. So sit back, relax, grab that cup of coffee and we're gonna get started. All right, so I'm in Sedona, Arizona and I have been traveling with my sister-in-law and we've had a great time. Funny enough, when we left Chicago, my goal was to go straight south and across um, on I-40. And I thought we'd get out of the weather, the bad weather from the north, etc. cetera. Well, soon enough, do we get down to Nashville and there's that giant ice storm. So, you know, the thing that I can say about traveling is when you're doing a road trip, you need to be flexible. Being flexible isn't always easy, but it's important. And we enjoyed our two days in Nashville, and we stayed at the Gaylord Opry Land Hotel Complex, this massive, amazing complex. You can even take a boat ride in it. If you've never been there, it's worth the trip. It's fun if you're going to be in the area. So we really enjoyed our two days there where we were we were hermetically sealed <laughs> into the hotel. So we didn't even have to deal with the weather. But who would have thought, going from Nashville to Memphis, that there would be this huge ice storm. So we did a little change. We decided to go up to St. Louis. I had never been in the Arch, so the next morning we got up and we did the Arch. And you know, the thing about being able to travel when you're retired is that you get to travel while everybody else is in school and working and with their kids. We got to go up to the Arch in St. Louis, and we were the only two at the top. Uh, family? I mean, that's exciting. That was very fun. Beautiful. um, Little claustrophobic ride up there, but I made it. I did it. I pushed myself. So that was a lot of fun. And we got to be in that famous St. Louis Arch. And that was all part of changing our plans. Part of the reason we didn't go into Memphis was um, actually they had closed down Elvis Presley's home because of the weather. So we had had um, Graceland tickets. And so we didn't get to do Graceland, but we got to do the St. Louis Arch, again, being flexible. Then we drove down. And one of the things I love doing is my husband found this website, um, Roadside Attractions, and you can find some of the craziest things. Here's a few of the things on our trip that we've seen because we have that website and it goes by highway. So one of the things we saw was a grave in the middle of the road. And it's a woman whose grandson did not want her grave moved when they moved the cemetery. So they built the road around her. So that was one really crazy fun thing. Another thing we got to go see in this little town in a shoe store, a fabulous shoe store, like a good old fashioned one. The guy was helping people with shoes and everything. But the world tallest man, they made shoes for him. So they had these shoes in a case and a cardboard cut out of the world's tallest man. That was a really fun one. Then we stopped at this, um, this was just a funny place. It's called um, Uranus. It's a side attraction and they have fudge there. So I'll let you put that together. And of course the jokes run a many. There, uh, we stopped by and saw Cadillac Ranch. We stopped at another place and saw a completely restored um, Route 66 gas station. Trying to think of what else we just saw, so many things. And you know what? When you're doing a road trip, and you're not on a really tight schedule, it's super fun. So the I'll put the um, website up on my website so you can get it um, for the roadside attractions because my husband and I have used it. We have seen a life-size chocolate mousse made out of chocolate, life-size moose, and things like that. And it does make your road trip just a little bit more fun. You get to see things, you get to laugh, you get to have a good time. And it doesn't seem like drudgery when you're driving. So we drove into Oklahoma City and that was really just an overnight stop Got into Albuquerque the next day, and my son and his girlfriend came down, and we stayed in the Airbnb, which is the first Airbnb I've ever stayed in. And we got a three-room Airbnb. It was less expensive than getting two hotel rooms. It was a beautiful house. We had a great time. We did sightseeing all over um, Albuquerque. Went to Old Town Albuquerque, found a great place for breakfast, just all that fun stuff. And we had the intent, ever intentions of going to the mountain on the tram to see the sunset. And of course, I have an accident. What else? I will say, though, my intention this year was not to go to the hospital. I went to urgent care. I didn't go to the hospital. But I have very thin skin on my hands, which we all get when we're older. And mine is ultra thin. And I was putting in gas and my finger got pinched. And I jumped back and, of course, the top of my hand got caught on a plastic and you don't want to know the rest. But it did require a trip to urgent care. So I did go to urgent care, but not the hospital. So that was a little delay. We didn't get to go see the sunset the kids went, but we had dinner together and then we had a great night of playing games. I don't know if your family's a game playing family, but we are and we really had a good time. Got up this morning, picked up my prescription LOL. And we took off for Sedona. And on the way here today, we stopped and saw the, if you have never seen off I-40, it's a little ways off the road, but it is a full intact meteor site of a meteor hit, a huge one. It's this huge cavern and they have a um, little center there. It's not little, it's a very big center with movies and it tells you all about it. It was super windy when we were there. But we did that. Of course, we stopped in Winslow, Arizona and and stood on the corner and, and did the Winslow, Arizona thing. And today we came into Sedona. So tomorrow we're going to do Sedona, then head into Arizona. And if you'd like to know what we're doing in Arizona, we're doing Taliesin, which is Frank Lloyd Wright's school that he had there. It's completely there. It's restored. It's beautiful. I've done it before. My sister-in-law hasn't done it, so we'll do that. We're going to go tour the Biltmore, and then the Wrigley Mansion is right next door to the Biltmore. My sister-in-law will be heading home on Wednesday. I'm going to be staying with family in Arizona and having a good time until Monday where I head to California. I'm going to be gone a total of five to six weeks. I might cut it short. I don't know if I can be away from my kitties that long. Oh, yeah, Greg, too. So it's a long time to be away. But a road trip. What can I tell you about a road trip as a senior? So the first thing we talked about a little bit was that It's not crowded. And yeah, the weather isn't the best, but we've had actually, other than that stupid ice storm, when we went around it, we've had great weather. It was 60 degrees yesterday in Albuquerque. We've had great weather. We've been very lucky that way. But I'll tell you, everywhere we've gone has not been crowded. And we've been able to get into restaurants. Oh, yeah, we stopped at um, Big Tech's Steakhouse in uh, Albuquerque. I'd want to say Albuquerque, but it's not Amarillo, Texas. And um, that's a place where if you eat a 72-ounce steak in less than an hour, you get it for free. Well, I didn't try, but uh, it's a fun place. I stopped there with the kids and my mom when we moved from Texas to Portland, Oregon. So it brought back some really good memories. But when you are planning a road trip and doing a road trip, I'm going to give you a couple of tips. And one of them is to make sure that you are flexible. We had to be flexible. I did not want to crash in an ice storm, you know, so we made the best of it. Uh, We made an adjustment to our itinerary and it worked out great. We got right back on track. Again, your crowds aren't there. Um, The roads aren't as crowded. There's always a lot of trucks. But as I learned this from my kids when they were in um, car, when they were learning to drive and taking driver's ed. When you pass a truck, never look at the truck. Always look past the truck. And it makes it a lot easier driving with a lot of trucks, let me tell you. We were very lucky. We haven't driven in any really, we had a few showers here and there, but nothing, no bad weather in our driving because we chose to go around it. Um, look for those senior discounts. Every single hotel that I booked, I have a senior discount at. Everywhere we stopped in attractions that we did, I asked for the senior discount. All of those things matter. They add up. Um, make sure you're looking at your credit cards and looking this is something that craig and i are just starting to do at all the benefits your credit cards come with a huge amount of benefits. And if you're not looking at those and using those to the best of, their, of your ability, um, it's a shame. And I have to admit, I have been very lax on that. So I've sat down and I've looked at our credit cards and the ones that give us the most miles for getting gas, that's the ones we're using for gas. It takes a little bit of time. And it isn't just like easy throwing down the same credit card all the time. But let me tell you, your benefits add up. And, like, right now, my American Airlines is giving me three three miles per dollar of gas that I use or I pump. And um, that's, that's great. And, well, although for my car, honestly, it's not that great because it's an electric gas car and it only has a six-gallon tank. But you get my drift, right? That we should look at our credit cards, look at our benefits, look at all of our bonuses and maximize them. This is the time of life when we're all getting into a fixed income. And I don't care if you have a high fixed income or a lower fixed income. It doesn't really matter. Why not take advantage of all these things? So, so we've been doing that. So on a road trip, I suggest that. Keep an eye on your gas. Make sure that, you know, there's not places in this country where you're driving where there is not a gas station every five miles um, done great on that I do have an electric car that also runs on gas I can run it all on gas all on electric or on hybrid charging it across the country is not the easiest thing if you have an electric car that needs to be charged you need to kind of plan that the beauty of my car it's a Honda Clarity it I can charge it while I'm driving it and that has helped me because I've only been to charge it, able to charge it once and again tonight. But again, I've charged it. What that does is it cuts down on my gas mileage, but I still get like 40 miles to the gallon when I charge the car. Make sure, here's the key. This is a good one. Another thing, you want to make sure you have a first aid kit in your car. I have a great one. It has everything. Anytime I've been to the hospital, which we all know has been a lot, and they send me home with Band-Aids and things, I put it in, and it's in a big plastic um, Rubbermaid. Not a giant one, but a nice size one. Let me tell you, when I did what I did to my hand, which is not was not pretty, I had I pulled that out of the back. I got band aids. I pulled up my hand back together, and I was able to um, keep it clean on the way to the um, urgent care, not the hospital. I didn't go to the hospital, remember. Um, so have a good first aid kit, have things that you might need. Um, I don't have an ice scraper. I have never needed an ice scraper. I guess now that I live in Chicago, I need to get an ice scraper. My sister-in-law was with me. And, um, when the ice, when they brought my car around in Nashville, it was totally frozen. So I never knew what a front defroster was, um, except for when your window gets foggy, but it helps you clear the ice. So that was something I learned, which is really great. Um, I've learned a lot of things. Another thing, they had adjusted my windshield wipers before I left, because you always take your car, obviously, in to get looked at before you take a long road trip. And they adjusted my wipers for me, but they didn't tighten them and they weren't working right. So we took a five, ten minute detour to a Honda dealer right there in Nashville. They took care of me. They got them fixed. They worked great. And instead of dealing with it on the whole trip, I took care of it. I took those few minutes. Again, don't push yourself. Don't be overeager. So those are just a few of my traveling tips. You always want to have an umbrella. You always want to have an extra coat. Um, tissues, all those things. Make sure you have something, everything that makes you comfortable. You know what I brought on this trip? Um, I got a single brew Keurig at Walmart after Christmas on an end cap for 19 bucks, And I brought it because I like Keurig coffee. Now, a lot of the hotels have Keurig and a lot of them don't. So when they don't, we had our Keurig. We brought our Keurig and was able to have our coffee. Plus, I brought my own coffee mug. If you are a coffee drinker and you love your coffee, bring your own bug. Do not want to drink out of those paper cups. It makes you feel like you're relaxed too. So those are some of my tips for road tripping. This week, I will finish up in Arizona, so I'll tell you what was going on there next Friday. Going to have some family, some family fun, some family things. I'm going to be looking at some condos here in Arizona as a possibility to maybe buy one at a point, so... Just sit back. We're going to go over a few words that uh, we need to change in our vernacular to not sound so old. And a few of them may surprise you and you may go, poo-poo, we don't need to change those words. Oh, yes, you do. Oh, yes, you do. First of all, most a lot of them are not politically correct anymore and you don't want to sound horrible. And you also don't want to sound old. A lot of words we use can age us. And if you're still in the workforce, uh, that's the worst thing you can do is age yourself with your verbiage. So let's go through a few words just for fun. This is going to be a little shorter broadcast today. Um, I need to... Sit down and relax after a long day of driving. So, sit back. We're going to so next words. stop into. Um, you think oh some words, big deal. deal? Well, there's there's some things that have changed. Do you know that they do not describe a master bedroom as a master bedroom anymore in real estate? It is the primary bedroom. So, I'd like you to start using that primary bedroom. You want to stop using the word man or woman behind like fire man, fire woman. Okay. Never, never genderize those things. So, what could you say instead of fireman or firewoman? They're a firefighter. Okay. We don't want to use the word forefathers anymore. I don't know. I think I think we all say ancestors, but things are not man-made; they're artificial. Let's be real, okay? Let's see. People are no longer blacklisted; they're banned. That's one that's changed. All right. Best man for the job. You may want to say best person for the job. Again, this is a lot of genderizing here, and you want to get that out of there. We're not a businessman. We're a business person, chairperson. Um, We don't talk. We don't say the words plastic surgery anymore. It's cosmetic surgery. You don't refer to someone as cripple. Of course, we all know that. It's a person with a disability. We don't blackmail anyone anymore. We extort them. That's a pretty funny one. Sportsmanship, fairness is the word they're using now. Fireman, firewoman. Again, we talked about that firefighter. No longer a steward or a stewardess. They are flight attendants. And it's also not the cockpit anymore. It is the flight deck. And I guess you can guess why that is. No longer the cockpit, flight deck. People do not have a sex change anymore. It's gender reassignment. And I don't want to hear, oh, 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 you know what? We need to change with the times. And it's important. And it's important to the people that are offended that we use the proper verbiage. And if someone ever che- checks you on what you say, say thank you. I didn't know that that is the verbiage that is used now. Be kind to people that help you help you learn trying to look at a few that you may not we don't call people fat we call them overweight okay i am overweight i am not fat <laughs> black sheep of the family that's the outcast here's one that you may not know they are no longer called prostitutes they are sex workers so no longer the tax man it's a tax officer oh here's one We no longer call it a manhole. It's a utility hole because that's what runs down there is utilities. Um, People are not blind. They're visually impaired. And someone is never confined to a wheelchair or wheelchair bound. They are a wheelchair user. Those are just a few of the things that I I came across. And I'm sure there's a lot in your daily life that you come across that you hear other people say things different, take heed at what other verbiage people are using. If it sounds better than what you're using, I suggest you use it. It'll make you younger. It'll make you sound younger. It won't make you sound like an old codger, an old fogey, <laughs> what are some of the other words we're called. Um, remember, things change. I know change is hard, but verbiage is changing a lot. Um, There's a lot of talk about people's pronouns, he, she, they, them. If you're in front of someone and you're not sure, ask them what their pronouns are. They will be happy to tell you. Don't be afraid. So that's it for this week's episode. I'm not going to do a senior moment. Um, I want to enjoy my vacation. So thanks for listening. I always appreciate it. Remember, you can um, reach me at agingfast1, the number one, at gmail.com. And you can also go to my website, which is com, And on there, I'm going to have the link... <laughs> There's that senior moment again. I know I'm putting a link up there for some... Oh, for the website for the fun side, roadside attractions. Um, I'll put that up on there. And uh, I'm sure if you, you can find it if you put in Google roadside attractions. Again, I really would love you guys to give me some ideas on... Um, what shows you'd like to hear? I do have some people coming up to talk about social security, several other things. Nita has been great to get me in touch with some more people. I am going to try to do a little bit more interviewing. If you have someone or if you'd like to be interviewed, you have something that you'd like to say on this podcast that helps people. I would really appreciate that. So you know how to get a hold of me and remember, AG Name for sissies.